0: This is Pace the Nation. Everybody, welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are back in the heart of all things for episode 279 of Pace the Nation. I'm again flying solo, and I promise you, I promise you, Julie will be back very, very soon. A lot going on that we will get into on her next uh, appearance on Pace the Nation, but we are excited to be back Back in Arlington, of course, the heart of all things. And we are back with an Arlingtonian guest this week. Uh, excited to have my buddy, friend of the show, who's been on a couple times before, Michael Wardian. He's going to join us. He's an ultramarathoner. Uh, and I, saying he's just an ultramarathoner is, is not a very appropriate description of what Michael Wardian is. But uh, we're going to talk to him about... All he's doing currently, uh, he just ran across the country this summer, which was incredible. He raised a lot of money for some great causes. Uh, and he's just, I don't know how he has enough hours in the day to do all the things that he does. Uh, he's just a couple years older than me. And the fact that he can do what he does, I just feel really inferior, but really excited to have uh, Michael Wardian on the program. So. Let's not delay. Next up, excited to have ultramarathoner Michael Wardian joins us here on Pace the Nation. Pace the Nation is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has six stores in Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. All right. Welcome back to the program. And now we are excited to be joined by a buddy of mine. He is a phenomenal ultra marathoner. Among them, among a, a lot of other things, Arlingtonian Michael Wardian joins us. Mike, how are you, man?
1: Hey, I'm good, man. How are you guys?
0: Dude, we're doing great. Thank you uh, for, for joining and in, sh- in such short notice. Really appreciate you. <laughs> You've been on the. You, you're You're not like a filler guest. Like if I don't have anybody, I'm like I always can go to Mike. But you kind of are. So I always appreciate you you being being available because there's always so much to talk to you about because you're always doing something. So, um, I got a Thanks, number man. of question number of questions for you. Um, you know, we want to talk about you, you run across the country. I want to talk about what you're doing next. I want to talk about just your life in general. You you and I have known each other for 20 plus years. Um, but before we get going, let's let's remind our audience a little bit of the Mike Wardian backstory. Lacrosse player at uh, at, at Michigan State got into yeah. running late, right? And tell the story how you really got into running.
1: Yeah, I, I did. I, I played uh lacrosse in high school and around here at um Oakton High School mm-hmm. and then. Which is funny because there's so many good runners from Oakton now, like Sarah D'Amata. I know, and Jacob Fry, who's like I know, he's like the what the mayor of mayor uh, of Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yep. Yeah, and we all like he and I are from like the exact same neighborhood out in Oakton, but um, but yeah, went to Oakton High School as a lacrosse player, uh, played Division One lacrosse at Michigan State. Um, stopped playing lacrosse, like kind of middle end of my junior year, um, picked up running to stay fit, um, decided to run the Marine, well, decided to run the Boston marathon, but first, um, needed to get a qualifier, uh, at the Marine Corps marathon, um, qualified for a Marine, uh, Boston at Marine Corps running around three Oh six. Uh, and then, you know, what year is this,
0: this is in late, uh, nineties?
1: 1996. So okay. I graduated from college in 96, uh, ran Marine Corps, um, you know, uh, quickly after graduating from, uh, Michigan state. Uh, and I think I ran my first Boston in 1997. Um, and then I was hooked. I was, I was absolutely like, uh, blown away by the support, um, and just what it felt like to be a runner and, uh, between Marine Corps and Boston, I decided to try to break three hours in the marathon. Um, did that at Boston. I think I ran two fifty four, and then that's where you guys came in. I, I, that's right. I strolled into, I strolled the Pacers. into Pacers thinking I was hot stuff. We, and, we had uh, one
0: store in old town, Alexandria. You stroll in and you're going to run yeah. on our racing team and yeah, the coach at the time. Was
1: like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right, man. You, you know, the story better than me. Maybe, yeah. The coach, but...
0: the coach, the coach, the coach at the time, Bill Stearns, um, you know, as our coach now, uh, Jerry uh, has, has a very, you know, a high standard. You didn't quite make the cut at for the Pacers racing team at the no, time, no, which is man.
1: hilarious.
0: So no, what did you do? I, I, you I didn't, didn't go home and say, all right, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to try that
1: anymore. You just kept showing up. Is that correct? Pretty much, yeah. They were like, hey, dude, you're, you're, and what's funny now is like, you and I know, like, a lot of the people that work at Pacers are like, you know, amazing runners, right? So, like, I was probably going in and talking to like a 228 marathon runner, being like, yeah, look how, look how sweet I am. I right? ran 354. And,
0: uh, Come on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I ran 254. Like, yeah, look at me. Put me on your team. Yeah. And 220 or, you know, 218 or whatever is, is a big difference. Um, but they were nice enough to be like, Hey man, we have some track workouts on Tuesday nights. Um, you can come and, uh, join the group. And, um, you know, if you do a good job, like, you know, we'll think about it. And so that's basically what I did is I, uh, every Tuesday I would go to the track workout and I started, and I'm still friends with these guys. I started with, a guy named Jim Bembo and Rick Poppleton, uh, in kind of like the intermediate group, I guess, like, you know, faster than the people that are going couch to 5k, but, um, slower than the guys that were on the team. And, um, over the course of like six months worked my way up from kind of that intermediate group to the, you know, next level below them and then kind of into their group. And then, uh, I heard they were all going to this race called the Wawa 10 miler and, I was like, Hey, I'm going to go to that race and, uh, and try to run with those guys. And, uh, I think I ended up coming in, uh, second to Jeff Van Horn, who owns uh lucky foot. Yep. Um, and it. he, uh, you know, after I finished the race and I beat everybody, but him on the team, they're like, Hey, you want to be on the team? And I was like, heck yeah, man. <laughs> so, I, I thought yeah. I had like, I you thought made I made it, it dude. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. It, and and I was I was so happy to be on that team. Like that was like, uh, qual- you know, qualifying for um, you know, being able to play at Michigan State. Like you know, making the team there, and then um, this was kind of like the first step on you know my way to becoming like a professional runner. And I didn't know it at the time. You know, I was just like so excited just to get a singlet and get a couple pairs of free shoes. But um, you know, those those are the kind of interesting things that, you know, can change the course of someone's well, I life. Think it's I think really, it did for me.
0: It's a great story and it really shows who you are as a person because it's, it says it, it, this has happened throughout your life and this is 20 plus years ago. Your life as yeah. a runner and probably your life as it just in general, somebody says you can't do it and you just say, uh, why can't I do it? And you go right. out and you do it. And it's, it's, it's insane what you've done and it's well-documented on our podcast or just Google Michael Wardian and you can find all the crazy things you've done, uh, throughout the years. But, uh, I think that's a great story of who you were and who you still are today.
1: Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's cool. Like, it's kind of like in, uh, I'm owner of a international ship brokerage now, but I didn't start out as the owner i started out as the guy making copies uh and um when i got out of school they gave me a job as basically the gopher slash um you know answering the phone secretary and 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 you know 20 20 years later you know i'm one of the owners of the company and so like um a lot of times you just need to get your foot in the door right and just keep yep. believing in yourself and you keep putting the work in and good things happen, or at least that's, you know, what's worked for me, which is, you know, lucky.
0: Well, I, I, I wanted to, I want to talk to you about uh, your run across the country. And again, that's been well-documented by a lot of outlets. Uh, You know, the (laughs) Washingtonian did an amazing write up uh, on that. Yeah. That turned out really good. Really awesome. Yeah. So check out the Washingtonians. I think it was last month's uh, print copy. It's online as well. Um, you decided you were going to run from San Francisco to Rehoboth beach. And not only were you going to do it, you were going to do it in a very short period of time running 50 miles a day. Um, yeah, it's, it's just an amazing, like uh, the the idea of that you actually being able to do that blows my mind. Where did the idea come from and why 50 miles a day? Why'd you want to do it so fast?
1: Yeah, I mean the idea came from Forrest Gump. Like, I'd I'd say like that was for sure for me one of the inspirations for it. Like when I saw that uh, movie, and I mean it's arguably for me one of the coolest running scenes is just seeing him, um, you know, out on the road. Like, and you know, and it's kind of a progression as a as an athlete too. Like he starts in just like street clothes, and then you know by the end he's like looks like he's been on the road his whole life right and um it's it's cool and it's a short period of time but it's also um it was inspiring to me to see how like he captivated all these other people's attention and um it and there were definitely moments on my run across the country where someone was like wow this is just like Forrest Gump you know have like 60 or 70 people running with me and you know, if I'd stop, everyone would stop. And you know, if I'd say something, like people would be like, "Oh, wow, that's," you know, that's. And I that's did crazy. run with
0: it. I ran with you in Arlington. I'm going to tweet out a video at Pace the Nation. Uh, I ran with him, yes. in and he's not lying. There was no, like no, 30 of us there, and we did a quick video together, which was awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so why 50 miles a day, though? I mean, that is just pushing the limits of what even is possible for you. I would think
1: right well and that was uh, that was actually um a couple reasons like you know being the owner of a business like the longer i'm away the harder it is for everybody (laughs) involved so like you know i wanted to get back as quick as i could um in 2019 i ran across israel uh and set a record there um what's known as a fkt or a fastest known time um breaking uh a record for it was like a thousand kilometers And I did it in a little over 10 days. Uh, So Mm -hmm. basically like a hundred K a day, which is, you know, for people that aren't like, yeah, yeah, it's like 62, 63 miles. And I knew that that would be, um, I know at the end of that 10 days, I was pretty, you know, wiped out. And, um, and I was thinking like, oh, that would be kind of cool to average that um, for the run across the country. But having never run more than 10 days straight, I wanted to kind of choose a target that would be hard, um, but hopefully manageable and something that I could do day after day for, you know, I thought it was gonna probably take me around 75 days and it actually ended up taking around 61 days. So I I definitely was well ahead of my projection, Uh, but I didn't have it firm. Um, You know, I wasn't like, if I, and I didn't take any rest days. So it was, you know, 61 straight days of uh, 50, it actually averaged out to I think 52 miles a day um, with my shortest day being like 49.88, cause I miscalculated kilometers to, to miles also. Um, and then, uh, my longest day was like 104 miles in a little under 24 hours. So, um, you know, there was some, some range between the, um, you know, the, the 50 miles, but I was trying to get in over 50 miles every day. And I just, I wanted it to be hard, man. I, I didn't yeah. want it to be easy, like, and I didn't want it to take, you know, all summer and, you know, people can, you know, people have different ways they want to do it. I did it, you know, was supported. I, I hired a guy named Eric Bells to crew me and rented an RD. And, um, you know, I had sponsors, uh, including you guys. So thank you very yeah. much for, um, you know, shipping out some shoes to, to help me. And, um, you know, I, I run for Hoka. So it was, it was nice to get, you know, shoes from Hoka and, and from you guys, um, you know, as part of that kind of rerun program that you guys are doing. Um, So that, that was really cool to like. um, No, we appreciate
0: the the relay shoes that we got out to you. I was glad they worked out and um, it was supported, but I mean, it doesn't take away from still having to run 50 miles every single day and and give him a follow. It's at Mike Wardian on Instagram. You can see a lot of the journey on Instagram, which I thought you did a really nice job there. Also, uh, if if you're on, if you're on Strava, give him a follow michael wardian it was incredible to see your weekly totals of 350 yeah, miles a week
1: every yeah. single
0: week for 60 some odd days
1: yeah man next year uh when it, they i get to like may and june it's gonna be like you suck you've only <laughs> done like 100 miles this week you know like, right. you're like off pace. Um, but yeah it was it was for me it was cool just to be like before that the longest i had run uh continuously was um i did a thing called the backyard ultra and, and yep. i ended up winning that running like 262 miles so um in like 60 63 hours i think 62 63 hours and so for me you know the 10 days across israel was a good kind of precursor but I didn't know what it was going to be like to, you know, put my body through that. And, um, and then, uh, you know, you're also worried about, you know, when you get out the other side, you know, what's that mean for you going forward. And so, um, you know, I'm kind of navigating that now, like the fatigue and, um, you know, you're, you've trained your body to run, you know, I was running probably 12, I think my shortest day was maybe 10 and a half hours. And my longest day was, you know, 24 hours, but I'd say most days were six in the morning to six at night. So 12 hours a day. Um, so, you know, you get used to running, not, I wasn't running the paces that I normally run. So, you know, you have to train your body to kind of start, you know, picking up the pace and and learning what that feels like again, after, you know, training yourself to run slow, but steady for so long. So, so that's been really interesting, you know, that navigating that back and then the fatigue levels, and then just kind of getting back into you know regular life
0: right when I, I want to talk about and and we could go on about the the run across america but i want we got limited time here uh yeah i, I do i want to go back to, to to what you were just talking about and where you are running wise now because it is hard to to, to shift gears from running 50 miles a day to like regular <laughs> life so it sounds yeah. like which makes a lot of sense to me as you're an owner at uh your your ship brokerage firm which is potomac maritime Mar- 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 Yep. Maritime. So you're, you're an, yep, yep. So you're an owner there. Um. So you had to get back to work. I mean, you get, you know, yeah. you're, 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 profe- you're a paid professional runner, but you also have a full time gig, a family, two kids. I want to talk about that as well. But yeah, uh, were were you able to work at all when you were on the road?
1: I was working. Yeah. So oh I mean, I wasn't working like. Uh, I actually hired a really uh, great dude, uh, Mark Cody, uh, to work with us and he's, you know, a fellow Arlington resident. We've known each nice. other a long time, but um, so I, I hired him about a year and a half before I left. So um, we we trained him up, uh, and he was ready to go and he did an amazing job. So he, he kind of, uh, was able to shoulder a lot of what I was doing. Um, but there were times when, you know, when I needed to jump in. And so there were some days where, you know, I'd run, you know, 10 or 11 miles in a hundred degree heat. And then, you know, had to, you know, tether my phone to my laptop to, you know, help out (laughs) with something, uh, or like, you know, review some documents or something yep. like that. So you know, what it, it, I, I definitely didn't have the normal workload that I do, but uh, I was you know trying to check in and and I was always available. So you know, if you if there was any questions or anyone needed anything, then then I was there. But I, w- I was trying to you know do as little as I could, but there were still stuff that
0: yeah that had to get I done. As a business owner, yeah. dude, I get it. And and yeah. so you, your job is may is is getting products. You know that are outside the country On boats to different Places around the world is that Essentially a good cliff's nose version of what You do yeah
1: pretty much except most Of our stuff is actually uh, Sourced here in the US so it's uh, It's it's humanitarian food aid Shipments uh, going all Around the world so if people want to check out Another thing like uh, there's a pretty Cool movie called Captain Phillips and Yeah uh, that was uh, Our ship that you know ended up getting Hijacked and so like it kind of Shows a little bit about what it looks like with the containers and whatnot, but I mean hijackings aren't that normal at the moment, but um, you know they're they're part of you know right. what we part deal with. Part of what
0: you're what what you deal with in your work life. Yeah. Um. So you're juggling that. Um. And this is. I mean, that's a full time gig. People don't understand as much <laughs> as you're running. That's a full time gym gig. How how have you been able to 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 juggle it all? Like what it's, it's, you know, not even when you're running across the country, but just now when you're running a healthy amount of, of mileage and why yeah. kids, how are you able to juggle it all?
1: Um, I, I think that it's just part of, you know, I've, you and I've talked about this many times cause you know, we both have a lot of things going on and, um, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, honor my obligations, but you know, I also want to you know chase my dreams. And so like, you know, I wake up early, man. I think that's one of the keys for me is, um you know getting up early i had my first workout at 5 30 this morning came home did another run after that um you know did some stuff for the marine corps marathon and 50k after that you know while i was checking my phone and and you know doing work so like uh the cool thing now is like with technology um you can kind of be almost anywhere you want to be and and still be accessible and and keep up on things and so that's made it a lot easier for me. I mean, there were times um, over the years, you know, where I'm in some weird mountain range somewhere trying to find Wi-Fi, And, and, you know, now a lot of times you can just tether to your phone. Right. And so like having that ability to uh, be in contact has made a huge difference. And um, you know, I, I, I'm not afraid to ask for help too. I think Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when I was younger, I think I wanted to, you know, try to do more. And, and I think one of the, the keys is, you know, trying to put a good team in place. And so um, my wife, Jennifer is super supportive and she's always willing to help and uh, and then have great sponsors and, and then people that I work with and, and our clients are fantastic too. So, you know, just, I brought them in on this and and I wouldn't have done it if I didn't have their support. So, yep. um, you know, I, I just, I just said, Hey, I really, I really want to do this. And you'll be surprised at how many people are willing to help.
0: To help. That's amazing. Um, and you're also involved heavily in your family, which is also, again, check them out, Mike Wardy. And you, I like that. You put some stuff on your kids. So your kids, are, yeah. so you and I are in different spots. You know, we're similar <laughs> ages and we're runners I'm a little stuff, bit, a you're, little bit you're, ahead of you. You're ahead of me. You got to almost have high school kids. How the kids, uh, the, college I was, kids yeah, I mean, it's, I've got a six-year-old, a four-year-old and a one-year-old, um, but yeah. uh, it, how is, how, how is it raising the, the, the high school, almost college kids, Pierce and Grant?
1: Yeah. Uh, Pierce is, uh just turned 16. So I'm basically like 10 years ahead of you and Grant's 13 <laughs> going on 14. Um yep. Dude, it is, it is. uh And, and I know people say this and I, I, I actually uh, knew this, but like, it's, it's, it's the coolest and each stage is is special, but it goes by, like, I know it's so cliche, but it goes by super fast. Um, it feels like, you know, just the other day I was, you know, trying to, you know, get them out of the jog stroller, uh, without them punching each other. And and now Pierce's Pearson, I actually Pierce has to do 50 hours of driving. And I was like, dude, we could just drive across the country together and get all your miles and, all your hours in uh and he's like yeah that sounds like maybe a good idea and so like uh it just changes um but it's it's really cool you know he's got a girlfriend he's uh, running cross country awesome um and our son grant is playing football at WNL. so like um it's it's awesome it's awesome like it, and it's really and cool. the other and grants decided that he wants to get super strong and fit so like he's been going to football practice and then he comes home and we go for like a two or three mile run and, you know, he's going to start lifting weights and stuff. So like, it's just, it's just neat to see what they get passionate about. And then you just try to foster it as much as you can. And and,
0: and I would say that is Jennifer, the CEO of the house uh, or what's her role? (laughs) Not just the the house, man. Probably the (laughs) most important role probably I would imagine. Right
1: yeah for sure man she's definitely uh, one of the most Im- important people in my life and yeah uh, she's for sure heavily involved in everything and um she makes life better for all of us so you know she's taking care of the house we've got two bishlas which are high energy and she you know handles their social media for rosie and bash and um she's you know doing the shopping and and just making sure everything works and so yeah. that's that's a job that uh I mean, I know that you and Julie yeah. um, you know, are both working, but she's yep. she's dedicated to, you know, trying to trying to make life better for oh, us. Oh, it's a team
0: sport, man. It's a team sport. Dude, yeah. A it's, big, big part of it.
1: Yeah, um, man. It's no, it's awesome. No,
0: like no doubt about it. All right. So I heard your dogs barking in the background. Two Vishlas again. We connect on that. I've got a hunting dog, uh GSP. <laughs> So two, yep. I mean, you guys London. couldn't stop with one, you couldn't stop with one dog. Oh my gosh, man. Two.
1: I would keep getting them, man. They're so cool. <laughs> they uh, cool. So yeah, man, we're, we are uh, really on the, on the Vichla train. We, we yeah. love the, the breed and um, I know London's kind of that same ilk, right? Yeah. Like high energy, smart, um, loving and um, yeah. It's, it's... And, our,
0: and, and we'll, we'll do some runs with you, which is awesome. So
1: yeah, um, totally. What,
0: I, I, I'm, all right. So uh, I'm going to get back to your running in just one second here. But you've got this side obsession with pickleball now. And I, I got to <laughs> ask you about that. Um,
1: dude, it's know, not a side I, obsession. It's yeah, like it's a like, full on obsession. I, well, I
0: mean, it's got to, something's got to be on the side here because you've got so much going on. Um, so, yeah. what is it about pickleball that you're drawn to? And what are you playing a lot? Like, I don't even, I don't know that world at all.
1: Well, it's funny. I didn't know that world either until about a year ago in May. My friend, like I had heard about it, probably like you. You probably like heard or know somebody that's played and you're like, and I was just like, oh, dude, that's just like an old people sport. It's kind of like bridge. Like I know people play bridge, but I don't really know how to play bridge. Um, And so uh, my buddy, again, it's Rick Poppleton. Uh, He took me to... Yeah, totally, man. Yep. I and mean, we're still friends. And we and we just got a place at, in Rehoboth Beach. Yep. And so um, he has a place in Dewey in uh, Delaware. And we were talking. He's like, Hey, dude, if you want to come play some pickleball. And I was like, Oh, that sounds interesting. Like I heard about it. Uh, so I ran quickly out to Walmart bought a couple, you know, terrible paddles. Um, we, the kids and I went and played and I was just like, wow. This game has like it's such a clever, um, clever game because it's it, it makes it equal for almost everybody, um, especially when you start right like it's, mm-hmm. it's really easy to pick up by the end of the game I was like man I I love this and I quickly got like a real paddle um and then I've been playing pretty much nonstop, uh for about a year and wow. a couple months now except which, well, for when you ran I, across the country yeah, yeah, yeah well yeah. I, there were some guys from Arlington that brought a net out and uh <laughs> and set it up in West Virginia so I could play a game so shout out to them for for doing that for me but that yeah pretty much yeah I took a little bit of a break but um yeah I'm really into it and um we're super lucky here in Arlington there's a really uh, amazing group, um, called the Arlington iron paddles. And, uh, they're some of the best players I've ever, uh, played with. And so I I was lucky to be, I'm, it's awesome kind of being a beginner and, um, you know, I'm getting my ass kicked on the regular, (laughs) but, um, but every time you do that, you get a little bit better. Right. And so I'm a little bit better than I was a week ago. And, um it's it's not, what's annoying is kind of like running it's not always linear progression right so right some t- days you you know a run feels easy and some days the same run can feel like tragically hard and um you know i feel like that's the same thing so what's, about the, pickleball.
0: End, what's the end game for pickleball are you going to become a professional pickleball player
1: i mean i wouldn't put it dude <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's the i mean hopefully that's not the end game but that's that's where i'm trying to get and that's what's cool about this group that i'm in is uh everybody's got that kind of vision and passion for it so you know we were getting up at like 5 30 in the morning playing in the summer and um i'm playing little tournament pop-up tournaments to get ready to you know having money on the line and um you know what it feels like to you know have that kind of pressure and then the guys are and girls are just you know a little bit better than me too so you know i'm you know scratching and clawing just to you know stay in the points and um it's it's super hardcore but like everybody's got that um dedication to their craft and um for me it's awesome too because it just reminds me of like you know what i had to put in to you know achieve anything and and most of the things i've done in life is like you just gotta you know be consistent and dedicated and and work on your on your game and uh, or craft, whatever that is. and um, that's that's where I think you know I've excelled in the past and hopefully I can, you know coming up in the future and yeah i mean i was impressed
0: i was impressed with just your own on instagram again mike wardian the way you manipulated the ball and you bounced it off the side (laughs) of the rack pretty (laughs) impressive man so i I think you got
1: it yeah man i'm gonna try to post more of those because i've even got some new tricks um but yeah man that's that's like the little fun little and i've been working on like between the leg shots and some nice and and, and there are some really cool um, shots. Like I, I the other day I just hit, like, I don't know if you know what an ATP is, but it's around mm-hmm. the post. And so it's kind of like when the ball like careens off the side of the, the your side of the court and you kind of re it looks like it's going to go out of bounds and you hit it and you don't actually go over the net. You go around you the net and the like, net. Okay. yeah, yeah. Some of those shots are just so amazing. And, and it's because I, you know, I'm playing with better players and, Uh, know it's possible. And then, I mean, right now it's an amazing time in general for, you know, if there's something you want to learn about, you know, we we all have the power on our phones to, you know, see the best players in the world and what they do and what their training regimen looks like. And um, you can follow, you know, what they're doing. And it's a, it's a real big shortcut to, you know, learning the skills because before you'd have to, you know, be in proximity and go to a clinic or um a and, yeah yeah exactly and and like i mean some of that stuff is like and just learning to where to be on the court like that's that's what you know that's the kind of stuff where um you know having better players like they'll they'll tell you or you'll yeah. you'll get pinged with a ball in the face or the <laughs> shoulder and 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 you know that next time wow that's that's possible you know like i was playing yeah. and it's it's kind of cool too just to learn like the lexicon and um the culture and the etiquette and, um, yeah, it's like learning a well, new language or something. I'm not
0: going to bet against you, man. I, I, uh, you could probably be, be a professional in that world too. I'm not going to bet against you. Um, all right. Just a couple uh, yeah. more for here for, for Michael Wardian, uh, ultra marathon running extraordinaire, uh, back to what you're current running now you're, you're, you're looking at Marine Corps marathons, 50 K. I can't wait for the in-person Marine Corps marathon to happen. Oh, man, the ultra. It's gonna be awesome. Hasn't been uh, hasn't happened since 2019 when you won the 50k there at Marine Corps. Uh yeah. is that your next big race? What are you thinking? You probably got a lot coming up, but is that what you're kind of targeting? And how are you feeling? We touched on it before. How are you feeling after running 350 miles a week this summer? Legs feeling okay, kind of dead. Where are you at? Where are you going and where are you at currently?
1: Yeah, man, that's a good question. So it, the Marine Corps 50 K is, is a little way as off. It's at the end of October. It's kind of the um, nearing the end of September. So I actually just jumped in a hundred mile race um, for next Friday. So I think that's the 30th of September. Um, so that'll be kind of a good test to just kind of see where my legs are uh, for the longer stuff. I feel like my legs are there for the longer stuff. done a couple of five K's and they're a little bit slower than what I'm usually doing. And so like the speed is just coming back. So I've been starting to get back on the track, but my legs feel still a little bit hollow, um, which is weird, but I kind of knew that. And it's kind of also, I'm building up kind of my strength. Yeah. I'm getting excited for the season ahead and, and the future. Like I've, um you know got some big you know once you do one of these kind of big um projects you get to get excited about what else you can do and so i'm looking forward to um you know maybe running the appalachian trail or definitely running the appalachian trail but i'm just nice. trying to figure out when when i can make that work and then um i've got this dream to like row across the atlantic ocean and so like, that's yeah. Like rowing, like, oh uh, and so, yeah, so I've, I'm, I'm definitely don't have the skills yet for all my dreams, right. but, um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like there's a lot of projects that are, all right, that so are the, out there that so are the 50,
0: exciting. 50 K where we can find you 50 K this, uh, this fall. And then I'm sure, uh, Pacers yep. local road races. We got to get you in the veterans oh, day, for sure, 10K dude. Yeah, and, man. you know, some other stuff we got coming up. Uh, we'll have to get you going on that. Um, all right, and I'm going to get you out of here, here, Mike. I, I, but I had to—I ha, I have to close with what I thought you did was amazing uh, for World Vision. Uh, I saw you in a suit the other day. I don't see yes. you in a suit very frequently. Um, talk about the the hundred plus thousand dollars you raised for World Vision, that charity. What on your run across the country, and what were you doing in yeah. a suit?
1: Yeah. Uh. To both those things. Uh. Are yeah. The run across the country was to benefit uh, clean water projects around the world for World okay. Vision USA, and so the goal was to raise a hundred thousand dollars. And I think that was actually, to me, a little bit scarier than even the run because I've never raised that much money, uh, for mm-hmm. anything, let alone like a charity that I'm you know, very passionate about. So I I wasn't sure if it was going to happen, and even with a week to go, like we weren't close, and so. I just want to thank everyone that donated. Um it was incredible. Like each um fifty dollars that's raised changes one person's lives. So we changed, I think, over two thousand people's lives wow. um uh with the money that's been raised. And um we didn't just beat uh we didn't just get to a hundred thousand, but we actually uh, surpassed that. And so um as of Today, I think we're at one hundred and twenty-one thousand dollars, and I think man. we're going to be up to like one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. And so now, it's just opened up this whole world to me of like, wow, maybe we could try to raise a million dollars for World Vision. And so I've got some ideas to you know do a um, a Guinness World Record regarding pickleball. So I've been <laughs> kind of working working on that. And then next year, I'm doing the LA Marathon as Forrest Gump to try to set the world record as as a forest gump um, as forest gump yeah for a marathon so what's the record um, there
0: what is the time you have it's to
1: actually be... a pretty good record my friend rob has it it's uh 236 or so, wow. so i mean it's not it's Six not like four plus. hours yeah right yeah exactly wow. um so wow. so it'll be fun to try to go for that next year and at the la marathon um and then yeah man it's it's um it's, it's been really cool, like just to see you know, how much of an impact, you know, one person can have. But one of the coolest things I think about the fundraising was uh, a lot of times when you raise this much money, it's from like a company or one person or something or a group. And I think um, if I have it right, we had the most amount of donors that have ever donated to a single cause. Right. Uh, so everybody's us.
0: donating 10, 20, $50. Yeah. Right? Dude, so it wasn't like, that's what, wow,
1: that's unbelievable, man. I mean, there are some bigger donations. Sure. Like I, uh, and so one of them was from a Century 21 Redwood Realty. So um, those guys um, made a big donation. And that's why I was giving a keynote speech talk at their Recalibrate conference last week. And so I was in a suit for that. And I'm actually oh, about okay. to post another picture. I was in a suit okay. last night, actually, because I went out to Mercline Limited, who's, uh, you know, one of our biggest clients. And they were a big supporter of the run across the country also. Uh, and they gave me a, this a huge Happy Gilmore check um, for <laughs> World Vision. And so uh, it's been awesome to, like, you know, see people that you work with um, stepping up and and really, you know, wanting to be a part of this. And it's, awesome. it's, it's, it's really unbelievable. Yeah, that's, great. that's great. So, you so check thankful.
0: them out. World worldvision.org. Uh Again, Mike Wardian on, on Instagram is a good way to find out all the stuff that you're doing. At uh, least yeah. that's how I keep track of you, man. Cause you yeah, are kind man. Of all over the place. Uh, yeah. What, what we really, you and I need to get together for a run. Sometimes I see you on Strava and I'm like, man, I just was you know, <laughs> running about 10 minutes uh, away or, you know, uh, you, we 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 are in the same sort of location. So anyways, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to coordinate that soon. So, dude, I would uh, love that, man. Yeah, for
1: sure. We can, awesome. we can go anytime you want. Now right, I have we'll a little more it. flexibility now, you know?
0: Yeah. Flex <laughs> um, when you're, when you're not playing pickleball running, you're getting into rowing now, uh, you own, this, uh, ship company. Uh, so yeah, I, 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 I think I'm more flexible. Well, you know what with the young kids maybe I'm not as flexi- as flexible but uh we'll it's get hard, together soon it is hard it is hard yeah. I appreciate you being able to appreciate you being able to 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 uh commiserate with me on that um Yeah man well, always great to jo- uh, have Mike Wardy join us uh really appreciate it man we'll get you on again soon um cool. after you do the, the next big thing that you do but congratulations on all your success and thank you so much for your time today man
1: Hey, same man. Thanks Thanks for thinking of me and glad I could fill in. All right, brother.
0: All right, brother. There he
1: goes. <laughs> Michael Wardian,
0: my buddy Arlingtonian Michael Wardian. He's an ultramarathoning, running uh, extraordinary. Join us on Face the Nation. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Pace the Nation is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has six stores in Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks again to Michael Wardian for joining us on today's program. I felt like we broke a couple stories there. One that, uh, a couple of the next things he wants to do rowing across an ocean. I, I don't know. I I don't, you know, I don't know how or where or what you, how you would actually go about doing that, but I I believe that he can. So uh, that sounds like an amazing uh, uh, potential goal of his Uh, also um, the fact that he's going to be a professional pickleball player uh, again, I don't put it past him. I believe that he can do it. So, um, thanks again to Mike for, for, for the time. And you weren't just a fill in, man. You aren't just a fill in. You're, you're a main course, uh, guest. So appreciate you joining us. Um, all right, before we get out of here, uh, wanted to just share, uh, some excitement that I had for this past weekend. Um, we had a road race, the, uh, the, the, the half marathon, the DC half marathon happened. And it was just absolutely amazing. Uh, I want to give a heartfelt thanks to all the 3000 plus runners who showed up this past weekend and ran, uh, through DC. Uh, the, uh, the race also had a relay component to it, which was amazing. And from me personally, I, I was out there running it. Um, I felt like we were back. I just felt like this energy was back. Uh, you know, we needed to do all the social distancing and the masking and all that stuff and races prior. This one sold out crowd, amazing energy. People fired up to complete the half marathon or if they're doing the relay, you know, this was a goal event for many, a training event for many who are doing the the Marine Corps marathon or another fall marathon it just felt like we are back. It was awesome. And I appreciate everybody who showed up. Uh, and I'm just super fired up. Um, I came out of that super fired up, uh, for, for races and this fall racing season. Uh, I needed it. So I appreciate everybody who showed up and ran it. We had a lot of great feedback. Uh, Big time props to Lisa, who we again we've had her on the program a number of times. She's our race director. Uh, the, the 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 professionalism of these races that she puts on is just second to none. So, uh, props to her. Um, you know, Mark Goldman. The energy he brings when he's announcing is just phenomenal. It feels like a big time event when you have Mark there. You know, he's, he's an announcer at a ton of road races. He's worked for Marine Corps for a number of years. Uh, You know, he announces at uh, Georgetown uh, Hoyas basketball game. So just having Mark there is just makes it feel like a big deal. Um, And just again, mostly again, thanks to the runners who showed up, showed out, ran and brought the energy, Uh, the DC community. I mean, I, I was running through there and there was, confetti being thrown on me i mean it was amazing i think that was the northeast track club uh a ton of different track clubs out there groups um our our group from pacers i I just can't say enough i'm super excited um so we'll be promoting some more races that that are that are happening this fall that we're going to be a part of veterans day i know is happening a couple turkey trots and we've got a, a a jingle jingle bell race so um I just cannot recommend what we're doing on the race side enough. So anyways, thanks to least the crew, uh, for, for putting on just a flawless, awesome event. And it was just great to, to, to be a part of it. All right. We got a big show, uh, for in the next couple of weeks, uh, a few awesome guests, uh, lined up. So, uh, look forward to that. Check us out on Instagram. We are back to posting on Instagram. We got that figured out. Um, Pace the nation on Instagram, uh, Pace the Nation on Twitter, obviously, and uh, so follow us there, and we'll be posting content of this show and other shows uh, coming down the pipe. All right, great show. Thanks to our guest, Michael Wardian, today, a runner, uh, ultra runner for Hoka, T-Mobile, uh, he is uh, among uh, many other sponsors that Michael has. Thanks for the time. Arlingtonian, Michael Wardian. Really appreciate the time today. He's doing some great stuff. All right. Thanks to you, the listener. Julie will be back next week, I promise. All right. So for Michael Wardian and thanks to Chris behind the scenes, this has uh, been another great episode of Pace Nation. We will see you next time. When you-